Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Insider, the show that takes you inside the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hear from student athletes, coaches, and administrators from one of the premier conferences in Division II. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. From Bellingham, Washington to Fairbanks, Alaska, and from Burnaby, British Columbia to Monmouth, Oregon, welcome. Welcome to tonight's edition of GNAC Insider. I am Robert Lowry. It's your weekly look at what's going on around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. In the next half hour, we're going to have a chat with Dr. Gary Gray, the University of Alaska Athletic Director. And we're also going to focus a little bit on soccer tonight. Jovan Blagojevic from Simon Fraser University's men's soccer team will join us in just a few moments. And we're also going to speak today with Catherine Michelli from Western Washington University because coming up this weekend, it's the Great Northwest Athletic Conference Women's Soccer Playoffs. It'll be held over at Starfire in Tukwila, Washington. And we're going to have a chance to talk to Catherine from Western Washington University the team that is the number one seed going into the GNAC Women's Soccer Tournament. Four teams are going to be playing this coming weekend. Thursday, it'll be the third-ranked Falcons of Seattle Pacific taking on number two Montana State Billings. That's going to be a, that's going to be a game that will begin at 4 o'clock. And then at 7 o'clock this coming Thursday night at Starfire there in Tukwila, Washington, it'll be the fourth-ranked Wildcats of Central Washington University taking on Catherine Michelli and Western Washington University again. That is going to be a 7 o'clock matchup this coming Thursday night. And then uh, the winners are going to play the championship contest. That'll be held Saturday at 1 at Starfire. So uh, we're going to talk again, soccer, women's soccer, men's soccer, and also Dr. Gary Gray going to join us from the University of Alaska Fairbanks. They have an interesting program up there at Fairbanks because they are one of the nation's leading teams in rifle. And we're going to talk a little bit about rifle and a little bit about the University of Alaska at Fairbanks, their athletic program overall coming up in just a few minutes on tonight's edition of GNAC Insider. Along with that, we'll take a look around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference, what's been happening leading into this week, and also take a look at what's happening in the GNAC in the week ahead. So lots coming up on tonight's edition of GNAC Insider, and we're certainly glad you're joining us forward. You hear GNAC Insider every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock live, and of course, uh, the podcast at GNACsports.com. Now, Talking about the soccer tournament, if you'd like to go and see the GNAC soccer tournament, if you're listening to us somewhere within the vicinity of the Starfire Complex, the uh, championships again Thursday and Saturday, and you can go online to GNACsports.com, and you can find all the information about the tournament pricing, ticket pricing, ticket information, and things like that, all available at GNACsports.com. 
Now, Catherine Michelli, as we mentioned, she's going to join us here momentarily. And the uh, GNAC Women's Soccer All-Conference team was named a little bit earlier today, and she is an honorable mention selection on that team. So some congratulations go out to her. She started 77 of 81 matches played in her Western Washington University career. This year's Western Washington University team is an extremely impressive 15-0-3 overall and 11-0-3 in the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. And What's even more interesting is the fact that they have only allowed four goals, four goals this entire season. Uh, They've scored 29. They have only given up four. They're ranked 12th, the Vikings are, in the National Soccer Coaches Association of America Top 25. And Western has a streak of 56 games without allowing more than one goal in regulation. Last time they gave up more than one goal was back in 2012 to Seattle Pacific University. So Western Washington University riding high, as they get set to to take into the tournament, or as they get set to head into the Great Northwest Athletic Conference tournament. And Catherine, we have her now on the phone line from up in Bellingham. So Let's bring aboard to uh, GNAC Insider tonight, Catherine Michelli, Western Washington University defender. Catherine, thanks for making some time for us. And I've got a question right out of the box, and we just talked about it a moment ago. Only four goals given up by the Vikings this season. You're a defender on the Vikings team. What are the Vikings doing so well defensively? Um, I just think that we have a lot of experience in the back. Um, we just have um, the same players that we had last year, a few subs that have um, taken the places of graduates. And I think we just really work together well. We um, take a lot of pride in practice with um, our defense. And I think that's been a core not just for our back line, but for our midfield and forwards as well. So um, it's just a full-on team effort, and I think that's why we've been so – Uh, dynamic in the back. Dynamic, I think that's a great word for it. Again, only four goals this season. Do you take personal pride, and does the defensive unit there for the Vikings take pride as a collective group and just not giving up any shots, not not only goals, but preventing shots as well? Oh, most definitely. I mean, um, we rely a lot on our forwards and midfielders blocking balls and getting um, balls through um, through the back, and so we make sure that if any do slip through, that it's our job to pick up the um, pick up the balls that get through the back line. And so um, I think we really want to make our job for the goalkeeper easier. And so um, by doing that, we're all just on the same page and communicate really well together. I guess I want to say congratulations to you as well. You were named to a GNAC honorable mention selection on the all-conference team today. When did you hear about that? What was your first thought? Oh, thanks. Um, I actually heard it from um, my dad texted me. I didn't even know. Um, And then my friend, one of my best friends, Kim Cooper, got a defensive player of the year. And my other best friend and roommate, uh, Bree, got on first team. So we all got this massive text from a lot of people just saying congratulations and um i actually heard about it only like a couple hours ago so it was a really cool experience for us all 
you are kind of in an interesting position in the fact that the Vikings have won three straight GNAC regular season championships. So you have never not gone into the postseason as being the top-ranked team. I guess two things. Does that make the bullseye on the Vikings' back even bigger this coming Thursday? Um, I think it gives us a little bit of bullseye. Uh, when we started the season, we talked about having a target on our back just from coming out of um, last season from the Final Four, and just everybody that we're going to face is going to give us their number one um, play and going to work their hardest. And um, I think that we've really prepared ourselves for that through the tournament, I think through the um, conference. And so I think um, the GNAC tournament, we're going to be really prepared just because of that experience. Now, going into Thursday's game, you're taking on the Vikings arch rival and the Wildcats of Central Washington University. There's an old coaching adage, and I think this is true pretty much universally throughout the world of sports, the fact that it's tough to beat an opponent three times during any particular season. Now, you haven't beat the Wildcats three times. You've won one and you've tied one. What do you expect out of the Wildcats this Thursday, and what will the Vikings do to advance to Saturday's championship game? Um, I think when we play uh, Central, they are a really aggressive and really um, well-prepared team when they come and play us. And so um, it's always just a really hard-fought battle every single time. Um, but I think that we've uh, we both have played against each other multiple times, and I think that we're prepared for what they're going to bring to the table. So I think that it's going to be a really hard-fought game on Thursday. Talk a little bit about the Starfire Complex. That's an absolutely uh, beautiful facility for soccer. Does anybody really have a home field advantage there? Um, I don't think a lot of the teams actually have a home field advantage. We all have to travel on buses and get down there. But um, I know a lot of girls on every single team have grown up around that area and so um, have played on that field multiple times. Um in my experience, I've won a state championship for my club there. And um, just I think everybody has um, experienced Starfire, and it's such an awesome complex, and it has a amazing vibe to it. And it brings in so many fans, especially hometown fans with all the girls that have lived close there. And so um, I think it has an away feeling to it, but also a really home-based uh, feeling as well. Are the Vikings confident heading into the postseason? Um, I think we're pretty confident. I think we're overly confident, though. I know um, we've suffered some losses in the past week, uh, in the past couple weeks, and we um, have fought through those battles. And I think we have a lot of people that have um, experience in the postseason, and our freshmen are uh, really experienced freshmen. So I think that we are completely um, ready for the battles that are ahead of us. Well, Catherine, we appreciate you making some time for us tonight on GNAC Insider. Catherine Michelli from Western Washington University. She and the Vikings head into the GNAC Women's Soccer Tournament as the top seeds is coming Thursday. Catherine, uh, congratulations on your GNAC honor <laughs> and uh, good luck uh, this you. weekend and throughout uh, the season as far as it takes you this year. Oh, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again, Catherine Michelli from Bellingham tonight, a member of the Western Washington University women's soccer team. Time now for us to go around the GNAC. In Monmouth, 
Western Washington's Caitlin Steen and Alaska Anchorage's Henry Chisetto were named the Division II National Athletes of the Week after the two won the GNAC Cross Country Championships this past Saturday. Steen broke the conference championship record, finishing with a time of 20 minutes and 14 seconds over the 6K course and finished 19 seconds ahead of the field. Chisetto, the GNAC's freshman and athlete of the year, finished with a time of 24 minutes, 36 seconds on the men's 8K race course and helped Alaska Anchorage earn its fifth conference title. And Lacey, the American Volleyball Coaches Association, awarded 12 Coaches for Coaches scholarships last week, and St. Martin's assistant Lee J. Lee was named as one of the honorees. The scholarship will allow Lee to attend the ABCA convention in December. The convention includes 70 educational sessions with more than 2,000 volleyball coaches. The scholarship will pay for Lee's flight and hotel stay during the convention, which is going to be held back in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Lee's in his first year as an assistant coach for the Saints. In Nampa, the Northwest Nazarene University volleyball team jumped another four spots in this week's ABCA poll. The Crusaders beat Simon Frazier and number 9 Western Washington to move up to 11th in the rankings. Western Washington drops to 14th in the nation. Alaska Anchorage stayed at number 25, while Central Washington is also now on the brink of re-entering the poll, currently sitting 27th after the Wildcats also defeated the Vikings on Saturday. In California, the Azusa Pacific football team is 6th in the latest NCAA Super Super Regional 3 football poll. The Cougars edged out Western Oregon 19-18 on Saturday for no worse than a tie for their second consecutive GNAC title. APU also moved to 23rd in the American Football Coaches Association Division II Top 25. Humboldt State stayed in the 8th spot in the Super Regional Rankings. The Lumberjacks beat Simon Frazier 33-17 in Burnaby this past Saturday. The men's and women's soccer brackets for the NCAA tournament will be released next Monday. The women at 4, the men at 4.30. The selections will be made during a live webcast on NCAA.com. And don't forget to check out GNAC.TV. That's GNAC.TV to view live conference matches, including the women's soccer championships this coming Thursday and Saturday. It's GNAC Insider. We're going to be right back after this brief timeout. Remember, if you don't catch us live, listen to GNAC Insider over iTunes or at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider will be right back. Why choose Western Washington University? Go to school in one of Outside Magazine's dream towns, minutes from both the mountains and the sea. Ranked by U.S. News and World Report as the number one public master's granting university in the Pacific Northwest the number one producer of prestigious Fulbright scholarships in the nation among public master's granting institutions. The number one medium-sized school in the nation for graduates who join the Peace Corps. Western Washington University. Active minds, changing lives. And welcome back to GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry. We're going to stay with soccer, but we're going to turn our attention now to men's soccer. Men's soccer, as in Simon Fraser University men's soccer. Joining us on the phone line now from up in Burnaby, British Columbia, 
is Jovan Blagojevic, a great scorer this year for the Simon Fraser University men's soccer team. Matter of fact, right now he leads the GNAC in goals with 13 and points overall with 28. Matter of fact, those 13 goals in conference play, just a single goal shy of tying the GNAC mark. Jovan, thanks for joining us tonight. I guess the first question is, you're scoring at a, a rapid clip. What has made you even more effective scoring goals this year than you have been throughout your uh, clan career? Firstly, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. And, um, thank you. Um, I guess what's contributed to me is uh, I've kind of just been more uh, responsible with my personal, um, I guess, lifestyle. I guess how what I'm doing on the side besides just training. Um, I've kind of watched, I guess, what I eat more. Kind of, I did more training on the side to prepare myself. Uh, I felt I've gotten faster than I have in previous years, so it's it's helped me um, be more effective on on the field, and it helps me with my cardio as well. So I guess just being more fit in general helps a lot, and I can last longer and do what I want with the ball when I get it, and not have to worry about being tired. Well, it's interesting you bring that up. You're a senior now for the clan. Was part of that due to the fact that you wanted to go out as a senior following this year, playing your best, uh, at least your best collegiate soccer? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, that's that was definitely on my top priority list. The clan got off to not a great start, three, three, and two, but since then, on fire. You've gone seven and one since that start. What? fueled the turnaround um i think a lot of the guys finally just realized you know that it's not going to be as easy or it's not just going to happen for us i guess like it has in past years where you know we've come and we've had a good season kind of got to nationals it, things finally started clicking in a lot of the guys heads that you know we're going to have to put in the work and start getting some results here because our season could be over a lot earlier than we anticipated. So uh, the guys just did their part and we all started to gel better and figure out what we needed to do, play to our strengths and get the results. Year six, not you personally, the clan obviously sixth in the latest NCAA West region poll. The top six make it to the NCAA tournament. You play your last match at home against Western Washington University Saturday at 7.30. Is this being considered by you and the clan heading into that as kind of a do-or-die match? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we know that if uh, we don't get the job done on Saturday that our season can be over and we could drop to that number seven or number eight position depending on, you know, how other teams go. So we know we need to win this game. It's, we're basically playing it like it's our World Cup final. Okay. What do you have to do to be victorious then on Saturday? Um, like I said, we know we have to stay to what our strengths are as a team. Um, we can't start playing a different type of uh, soccer that in terms of our playing style, I mean, we we know where the ball needs to go for our team and we know how we need to execute our game plan. So as long as the guys don't stray for that from that, um, then we should get the business done. Your team has made the national semifinals the past couple of years. 
Have you been able to, especially during this, this winning streak, seven out of eight, have you been able to use that experience to your advantage? Um, well, my for me personally, I, I didn't really, I mean, the first time we went to the semifinals, uh, I wasn't really part of, you know, the playing team. Then I was hurt. I got injured halfway through the season. So I kind of just got to be a bystander on the sidelines, kind of, just taking it in. So it helped me for sure. Uh, the following year, just knowing, you know, the pressure, I kind of felt the pressure the guys were feeling. Uh, so it, it kind of felt like just another game. It didn't really feel like another semifinal, for example. Uh, I mean, it sure would have helped if I had played the previous season, but I mean, going in, if we do make nationals this year, um, yeah, I should feel even more comfortable than I was in the previous years. Well, Jovan, we appreciate you making some time for us tonight. Five-game win streak, uh, continued good luck, uh, continued success, and, well, we'll certainly know by next week's GNAC Insider uh, the outcome, and we'll see if you are in the top six that will move on to the NCAA tournament. So good luck the rest of the way. Perfect. Thank you so much. Appreciate you having me. Thank you. Yeah. Jovan Blagojevic from the Simon Fraser University men's soccer team they're they're rolling they're on a five-game win streak right now as they get set for their season finale their regular season finale this coming saturday against western washington university time for us now to go around the gnac this week in basketball 10 gnac hoop teams are taking the hardwood tonight and tomorrow in exhibition play three of the 10 will play division one opponents including central washington university at idaho in women's hoops and Western Oregon at Portland on the men's side. The most intriguing matchup might be Alaska-Anchorage at Utah. That's going to be a Wednesday 7 p.m. contest. The Seawolves are coming off a 17-13 and 13 campaign and have the conference preseason player of the year in Travis Thompson. In volleyball, GNAG teams have only four games remaining in the season. 11th-ranked Northwest Nazarene travels to a pair of 11-win teams as it takes on Montana State Billings Thursday and then Seattle Pacific Saturday. Central Washington, which knocked off number 9 Western Washington last week, will also play SPU and Montana State Billings. Western Oregon has a tough week in stores. It travels to the 14-8 and eight Simon Fraser clan before visiting number 14 Western Washington. In men's soccer, the last regular season matches for the GNAC will take place on Saturday. Each team will be playing its travel partner. South Dakota Mines will play Mary in the Battle of the Dakotas. St. Martin's heads north to take on fifth-ranked Seattle Pacific, and Northwest Nazarene will challenge Montana State Billings. The biggest matchup might be, and, and probably is, Western Washington at Simon Fraser, which are ranked 10th and 6th, respectively, in the latest National Soccer Coaches Association of America West Region poll. In women's soccer, the 2014 GNAC tournaments can be held this weekend at the Starfire Complex in Tukwila, Washington. Actually, the conference championships begin Thursday at 4 when the third-seeded Seattle Pacific Falcons battle second-seeded Montana State Billings. The GNAC regular season champion Western Washington Vikings will play Central Washington Thursday night at 7. The winners advance to the championship match Saturday at 1. Tickets for the tournament can be purchased at the complex or online at GNACsports.com. This is GNAC Insider. We're going to be right back after this brief timeout. GNACsports.com is your 24-7 resource for all the latest on the great Northwest Athletic Conference. Schedules, results, 
standings, statistics, and more for all 11 GNAC members. Plus, catch live event coverage on GNAC.tv. When I first came to SFU, I thought I knew exactly what I wanted. When I got into my second semester, I suddenly wasn't so sure what I wanted to do anymore. So I started to explore a little bit. Archaeology, communications, history, even kinesiology. And then I decided to go on exchange to France for a year. I was an orientation leader for a year, became a community advisor in residence, helped start a choir. I even took a rowing course. After SFU, I have lots of possibilities of what I could do. But whatever I do, I know I'll be ready for it. And welcome back to GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry, and glad you're joining us here tonight. We're going to talk now with a man who has probably one of the most interesting backgrounds that I can think of. He received his bachelor's degree at the University of New Brunswick, master's from the University of Kentucky, doctorate at the University of Oregon. He's been on staff at Eastern Montana College, which became Montana State Billings, he was a coach at Eastern Montana, athletic director at Montana State Billings, and now he's the athletic director at the University of Alaska in Fairbanks, Alaska. Dr. Gary Gray is joining us here tonight. Dr. Gray, thanks for making time for us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Hey, it's my pleasure. Always great to be there. Well, we've met a few times. I, we first uh, shook hands when you were at Montana State Billings several years ago, and now you've moved up to the University of Alaska Fairbanks. I, I want to get back to your background. I, I gave a little brief synopsis where you've been. That kind of uh, wide-ranging, well-rounded background, if you will, must give you kind of an interesting perspective up there as you now lead that Fairbanks program, true? You know, I think it does. I, I came up through the academic ranks as a faculty member and uh, through uh, teaching and research in uh, sport management and uh, then moved into the applied side as a director of athletics. Uh, so my, you know, may, maybe my perspective is a little, a little different, but I also coached men's volleyball twice at Montana State Billings, was the first coach, and then uh, coached it, uh, started the program in 85, and then coached it again for another year when I went back there in 94 between uh, my time, my two times there. I went to Iowa State University and directed the graduate and undergraduate programs in sport management there. So I guess if, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm kind of like the built-in faculty athletics rep or something in an <laughs> athletic program, but, but my professional preparation was sport management, and it was, it was fun, is fun, continues to be fun now after 20 years of putting that to practice as, a, as a, an AD in the, uh, in the GNAC. Along with everything you do for the University of Alaska, you also serve as the only GNAC representative on the D2 Management Council. What is that organization, and what is your role within it? Well, you know, the, the Management Council, Division Two, is, is governed by a, a CEO board, but the, the, the I guess we'll call it the working group uh, that does the – the day-to-day -day, uh, recommendations and, and work with the staff is the management council. There's 27 members on the management council, one representative from each conference. So I represent uh, the GNAC, and there's 24 conferences, so uh, three at-large positions. So the 27 of us conduct like the regular day-to-day -day business of uh, Division Two. We work very closely with the staff. We have four meetings a year. Uh, we have a variety of uh, conference calls, but uh, in addition, 
we work everything from legislation to, I mean, all the different uh, subcommittee committees and subcommittees of NCA Division Two. So, by virtue of being on the management council, I'm also on a variety of committees and subcommittees. One is planning and finance committee. Uh, there's an eight-member committee that basically develops the Division Two budget uh, and administers the championship budget and all of the Division Two budget, really. And then an example of a subcommittee or another committee is the Academic Requirements Committee that I'm on, and then a subcommittee of that is the Initial Eligibility Waiver Committee. So if a, a student athlete is deemed by the NCAA Eligibility Center as not being academically eligible, we at times will get waiver requests uh, for uh, uh, student athletes who say, well, I know I don't meet the, the requirements technically, but here's why. I have ex extenuating circumstances. Would you please consider this and allow me to be eligible? So we just handle uh, every, anything and everything related to, uh, to all of those different types of, uh, of requests. So it's, it's, it's very invigorating. It's, uh, it's kind of a labor of love, you know. I mean, it's work, but it's, it's fun work, age work, and it, it all relates to, we hope, helping uh, Division Two run well. But uh, in my role as GNAC rep, I, re I definitely want to represent the GNAC as, as good as possible, as well as I can. Now, not only uh, is the University of Alaska a member, and a, and a proud member, obviously, of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference, but you have the, I, I would say, unenviable task of being in five <laughs> different conferences, GNAC in volleyball, cross-country, and basketball, in the Pacific yeah. Collegiate Swim and Dive Conference, Western Collegiate yep. Hockey Association, Central Collegiate Ski Association, and the Patriot Rifle Conference. That's got to make a challenging athletic director's job even a little more challenging, true? Man, you, you really did your homework to, to list those all off. So we have ten sports, and we're represented in five conferences. Uh, uh, five of those sports are uh, single sport. Excuse me, four of the five conferences are single sport conferences, plus the GNAC. So yes. Uh, then a couple of other distinctions of the program is hockey is Division One. So that's a kind of a whole different uh, experience. And then our rifle program uh, is multi-divisional. It's essentially Division One. Uh, all of the teams we shoot against and host here, West Virginia, Kentucky, Nebraska, TCU, NC State, they're, they're basically all Division One schools. But a rifle is all three divisions, one, two, and three. And uh, speaking of rifle, we have the pleasure of hosting the national championship next March. Yeah, I, I, that, that was the last question I wanted to bring up to you. You get to host sure. that championship next March. Right. I'm assuming preparations for that are already well underway. But for, for many of us, we've never seen a rifle competition. What goes into those championships, and what will be some of the challenges and things that you will have to get done ahead of the March competition? You know, we were we were awarded the bid, uh, beat out Akron and Ohio State. We were awarded the bid uh, March of this uh, of 2014, and we started work on it right away. So it's a 12-month process. It's a great community effort. Uh, this is a huge rifle community. Uh, the high schools here have rifle. It's a it's a well-supported sport. We've won the national championship 10 times in the past 20 years. So it's we have gold medal Olympians, 
We have uh, students who go to the world championships every year. So it's a, it's a huge sport on our campus. Uh, the championships on Saturday normally draw two to 300 people at most sites. When we last hosted in 2007, we had over 1,000 spectators for that final event. So we really wow. put a lot of time and energy. In. The community embraces it. Uh, it's huge. It's absolutely a huge event for us. We're excited to do it again. We finished number two last year. We are really excited to uh, to go at it again this year and, and see if we can win our 11th national championship. Uh, so there's two events. There's small bore and there's air rifle. Uh, and it's, it's an amazing technical uh, uh, competition. It's just, it, it's, you know, every sport is unique, obviously, but, but rifle has its own uniquenesses that uh, really make it exciting. I will go ahead and acknowledge my ignorance of the sport here and ask you this question. <laughs> is there a home field advantage for rifle? You know, I think there is. Anytime you're you're sleeping in your own bed and you're you know you're on your own campus and you're on your own range, uh, the Friday event is on our range where our student athletes practice every day. But the Saturday event then will be in our gymnasium that'll have over a thousand spectators. But we do some practice runs in there, and uh, but it's it's in our environment. You know, we haven't traveled. We will be the home team. So. Uh, yeah, any anytime you can compete at home and you've got the energy of your fans, I think uh, there's a potential advantage. Everyone wants to compete at home. You bet. Well, Dr. Gray, thanks for making time for us tonight. Congratulations on getting to host the Rifle Championships. And uh, I'm sure we're going to talk to you on GNAC Insider right around the time you host the competition. So good luck in all the preparations ahead of that. And thanks for joining us. And I look forward to talking to you again real soon. Perfect. Thank you so much. Dr. Gary Gray, the athletic director at the University of Alaska up in Fairbanks, joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Well, we'll wrap up tonight's program right after this brief timeout. Fall is in the air, and you know what that means. Fall and winter sports. With more than 40 hotels throughout the West, why not take a road trip with Red Lion Hotels and follow your favorite team? With plush pillow top beds, free Wi-Fi, restaurants and lounges, we want you to stay comfortable. Visit RedLion.com for the lowest rate guaranteed. Red Lion Hotels are proud supporters of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hit the road with us. Red Lion Hotels. There's always a Red Lion nearby. The University of Alaska Fairbanks. People come here from all over the world in search of something extraordinary. What they find is the ultimate true-to-life learning experience, where scientists find a never-ending data pool in every direction, where artists have no want for inspiration, where seekers become scholars, and discoveries are made in the here and now. The possibility of greatness is closer than you think. The University of Alaska Fairbanks, naturally inspiring. Welcome back to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. Well, that's going to do it for tonight's edition of GNAC Insider. Once again, thanks to all of our guests tonight, Dr. Gary Gray, the Athletic Director at the University of Alaska, to Simon Fraser, University midfielder, Jovan Blagojevic, and also to Western Washington University defender, Catherine Michelli uh, from the Western Washington University women's soccer team as they get set to go into the GNAC postseason this coming Thursday. And thanks to you for joining us as well. 
And as always, thanks to our producer, Nathan Weber, for another job well done. We're going to come back your way next Tuesday, 7 o'clock, for our next edition of GNAC Insider. I cordially invite you to join us then. Until then, you can consider yourself a GNAC Insider. So long. You've been listening to GNAC Insider, an update on the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Remember to follow the GNAC through social media. To find us on Facebook or Twitter, search GNAC Sports and locate us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider is a production of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.